This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Last time on Lawful Stupid. It was a great war, or battle anyway, is that a great war? Is that really the first thing your mind goes to, as the important thing that happened yeah. to you last episode? Devin, I know you're blocking it out right now, but what happened to Atlas last episode? Yeah, he re- lost one of the most important people in his life. Like Henry Teresa Yarg. Crystal. Well, <laughs> let's talk about Henry and Teresa for a minute. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you son of a... Remember Don't the missing children? Dead. That's Did right, you guys haven't resolved that either. Hey, we won't. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. So Atlas loses Yarg. Um, these giant creatures are just stomping about everywhere at Oxbane. I end up fighting two with the help of these two halflings and another tiefling that shows up along with Kristoff and Rowan. Yeah, those two uh, halflings, Taringa. by the way. Um, Jodo. Jodo. And Gidgeza, who are supporters of the show. Huge, uh, amazing artist people. We love them very much. That is uh, D&D and Doodles and uh, Gidgeza, respectively, on Instagram, uh, along with the help of uh, the tiefling bard. Um, Lance. Is Lance, uh, who's mm-hmm. Altian Space Prince on Instagram. Huge fan. Love you very much. Yeah, he's awesome. Awesome dude. Yeah, so we're faced with, after we beat these two that invade uh, the Golden Hammer, there are several battles going on. Findle's got his own, and he's just, he's got, he's surrounded by a ton of these creatures. Um, then there are some townspeople who have their thing going on. There is uh, Svan, who has a few that he's fighting off. Uh, and then also... Renoir. Renoir, that's it. Renoir is fighting off a few. And so Kristoff has this brilliant plan. He orchestrates very well. Uh, and we all run off to our separate areas. We manage to subdue the creatures we're fighting. We see Findle just explode, like spirit bomb, <laughs> at several of these creatures. Uh, and we manage to get to a city wall and we're all hunkered down there are several other people from town who, who made yeah, it we, here several we who didn't platform nine and three quarters our way through the city wall into the hidden cave hideout thank you Findle <laughs> thanks Findle uh, we find thanks DM uh, we find the Magister we find um, you know townsfolk that are there we find Ekenbar and that's Ugh. where we left off yeah sure that was good good time had by all um Really good. Maybe so maybe not Atlas. That might not have been a great time for him. But that was actually two episodes ago, right? Like because uh, we kind of just did blend those last two episodes together. Yeah. Because the, the last episode actually was because I, I remember during the break was when I actually when I Scott Shainsaw did the planning for the battle, and then immediately the episode started with Kristoff being like, "I see all the the numbers and the shapes. I can see the patterns." Yeah. Because you guys saw yeah. the battle at the end of episode twenty six, but neither here nor there. <clears throat> Let's uh, 
play D&D. So you find yourself in the cave. A cave filled with friends, acquaintances, faces you know, faces you don't know. And it's a shanty town of, of sorts. You have tents, torches. It's set up haphazardly. There are guards, but far fewer than you remember the town having. Svan is pulled to a medical tent or the makeshift medical tent where some of the, you know, disciples of the lead church are working on him, trying to recover him. He took quite a beating in the last fight. And what do you guys want to do? How do you guys want to interact with the these um, this group of people that has been beaten down? I want to um, scope out the magistrate. Okay. Can you tell me what that kind of that scene looks like? Yeah. Go ahead and uh, roll me a perception check for added details, and I'll pin it out. Will do. Uh, that is a. Okay, so you see the Magister talking to two people further near the back of the cave. And he's talking around a table with some papers laid across it. And he's he's standing on a stool that then allows him to stand over the table, which the two people next to him around the table are standing at normal height. And he's got his palms face down on the table looking over these plans. And the two people he's talking to, you have seen before, but you don't know who they are. And the three of them are in a very, not heated, but stressed discussion. Uh, two questions. Are those two people armed? Are they? Do they look like guards? Both of them, well, one of them is has a weapon, and the other one looks like a very simple person. Second question, uh, does the table look, describe the table to me, please. The table is a wooden construct of, like, it's essentially the table is a piece of flat wood that they were able to find and a stump. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to walk over. I'm going to flip that table. <sighs> All righty then. Uh, so you walk over, Kristoff, making your way through tents with children and townsfolk looking up at you as you pass by. A man once wanted has just been told the rumor of the, or excuse me, a man once wanted now has rumors whispering through these tents that he is one of the few who fought off these monsters in defense of them and their town. You have mixed looks of disgust, confusion, and admiration as you walk over to what can only be considered a commander's table and you flip it. The papers go flying. Uh, at, go ahead. Is there something you want to say at the same time? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to uh, look at the magister and go, what do you think you're doing? As you flip or after? Uh, after. So flip. And then I think I kind of like put both hands down on the on the stump so that I'm kind of bending down and looking at him. Because uh, he's a little guy, even if he's on a stool, I feel like I'm taller than him. So I'm yeah. gonna pull down. I'm gonna like get like in his grill. Be like, what do you think you're doing? And you're met 
swiftly with a hand to your chest. The man to your left is a half-orc, and he is in full combat armor. And you have a big monstros- monstrosity? Monst- monstrous? Thank you. Monstrous hand on your chest compared to your tiefling frame. And he is just looking at you. I and don't blink. I want to walk over and undercut that hand off of his chest and stand in front of Kristoff. Roll an athletics check. Let me get out my dice. Uh, it's a 13 plus. Oh, it's a 19. Okay. So you walk up and you scoop your arm up under his. And when you do that, he takes your whole body and pushes you to the ground. And he looks at you. Now he has a hand on your shoulder, and his opposite hand now has a blade out at Kristoff's chest. I still don't blink. And the Magister looks at this scene that has unfolded and says, That's enough, Kindo. That's enough. Let them go. And the orc, without speaking, slowly pulls the blade away from you, Kristoff, but steps diagonal to you, almost putting his self in the way of you and the Magister. And he, at the same time, pushes Atlas backwards when he moves away. And the Magister says... That was a bit dramatic, don't you think? I think relative to your people who suffer and die currently under your stewardship, I think I may have underreacted. Those are big words from someone who wasn't here when it all went down. You don't think I know my people? Who sent me on that mission, Magister? I didn't tell you to take a week, did I? I told you to deliver their message and come back. We were trying to build allies. And I was trying to protect the town. So before you come to me with your attitude, when you know nothing of loss, nothing of the destruction that they bring on our town, you might do better to think of what you say before you speak. I think that uh, Frost is rolling uh, off of my hands onto the stump, and it's starting to just uh, cover with a layer of, of, of frozen condensation. I say, do not speak to me of loss. And he he leans forward from the stool over your frosting hands and is six inches, eight inches from your face and said, do not speak to me of loss. You may play your games with your quick words and your wits, but there's a town under siege. If you want to do something for it, keep a cool head and act like an adult. You set me up so good, Dwayne. 
Oh, do I spike it? Do I do I put my hand on his head and go, no, you keep a cool head and, and freeze his brain? Oh. Or no, I can't do that. That would be it. Oh, but you set me up so good. Um, when was the last time you stood at your castle gates? Five days, three hours, and 34 minutes. I was there a little more recently. You were at the ruins of gates. Don't talk to me of loss. Just because you came back from one battle, you think you can come in here and act like you have something new to say? I'm glad you're back, Kristoff. I am. But if this is how you're going to act, stow it. I don't have time for it. So what's your plan then? I'm glad you asked. And he leans back and Commander Kendo kind of relaxes a little bit. The tension's breaking to some degree. We're gonna have to close the gate. That's plan one. That has to happen. The problem is, as you can tell, they're not easy to beat. It takes- There are survivors in there. Why do you think Svan and the and Findle and the squad that you just returned with was there. Do you think they went for a picnic, Kristoff? We know they're survivors. We know I'm there sick. are people hiding in the rubble. Calm down. We all let our tempers get ahead the best of us. That was on me. Fact of the matter is, still survivors in there, so closing the gates right now, not an option. You misunderstand me. I mean the gates that they came from, Kristoff. Not oh, the, gates the gates to uh-huh. the town. I see. You idiot. <laughs> I thought he was saying close the gates and like seal the city <laughs> off and like nuke it from orbit. I thought he was saying like, oh, Oxbane is lost. Close <laughs> the gates. Seal them off. We'll Start them to in the there. ground. Sick bird. And he looks at you and he says... I don't think we can win this head-on. Not without reinforcements. But I do think we can sneak in and out and save who we can save. I know there are survivors. I know there are people missing from the town. I also know we've lost several people. And he looks away when he says this. Luckily, reinforcements are on their way. And he looks back and says, What do you mean? I was able to get a message to the uh, one of the great guilds of Yori, uh, the Architects Guild, uh, and explain our situation instantaneously as soon as we, we happened upon this, the scene. And he kind of smiles and says, Well, here's hoping that that worked out. I know Findle sent a message as well, but we haven't heard back from anyone. Hopefully they'll mm-hmm. be here soon. So, you, you said plan one was to close the gate. What's your other plans? I mean, that is plan one. That's, <laughs> it's, it's a really strong plan. That's we're, a lot we're, of hope on plan So, we're banking on plan one being. Remember, remember the Armageddon? Plan. Yes. The, no. I, the solution not. is to close the gates. It's how we accomplish that that's a little bit trickier. Because, from what I'm told, and I admittedly have not fought one of them. They are not easy foes to take down. 
Chiringa and his squad have developed a method that, while unorthodox, works. But it also takes four of them to take one of them down without losing a person, for sure. Did you guys uh, learn anything? Uh, can I roll a nature check to see exactly what I learned from my combat with them? <laughs> sure. Thank you. Uh, well, that's a natural 18. Let's see what my modifier, if any, is. Using D&D. While he's doing that, I'll say, uh, well, it seems very obvious that the thing to do uh, no. is, is to cut the, uh, cut the Achilles tendon, cut the legs down from beneath him, and then just attack the head. And when you say that, uh, the orc says, Right. Taking out their legs. Thanks. But if you've noticed, they're not exactly the least armored piece on them. You I must be, uh... You must have been raised by orcs completely, because you, you really said nothing there. Except that I was right, and then that's kind of all you said. All I'm saying, little pup, is that your idea is basic. And it offers nothing. So if you want to come in here with an attitude with your friend, you better bring something useful. And well, Master what? Trestle says, Kindo, they are friends, despite, and he look, he puts a side eye to you, Kristoff, their tempers, they're here to help. And I, Kindo I did snorts one thing. as, as uh, Magister, sorry, as Magister Trestle says that. Go on. Uh, I, I noticed they attacked indiscriminately without fail. We were never in a scenario while we were inside the city gates in which they let us be or let us pass. On sight, they attacked. And as such, if that is their mindset, if they, they are, you know, under orders or, or in animalistic will to attack and destroy, it sets us in an advantageous position to set a trap. Right now, their numbers are concerning especially with their, their great strength, even as individuals. On mass, they, there's something that we can't really deal with. But if we were to arrange things in our favor, where we only had to deal with one or two at a time, with a group of skilled fighters, then we could win. And the most... Uh, sorry, before I go into this, Shane, with an 18, what you know and remember from both getting hit and watching Spawn get hit is that their blades harness necrotic damage on them. Um, and, I'll, and I'll say that as well as... In addition, we know that the, the, the main form of offense involves decaying magic, necrotic forces. Um, with the aid of the lead judge, that I know there are ways to dampen that. And the most unassuming of the three speaks up. It's a man that you've you've seen. He's got his cart we snuck on. He's Farmer John. You <laughs> haven't really seen. Uh, he's he's a dark elf. No. Oh. And you've seen him in and out of the golden buckle, but he's never really. It's always like he's been in your peripheral vision, right? Hmm. You kind of saw him, but you didn't really saw see him. And then he says. 
Well, if the goal is to shut the gates, and we can't fight these things head on, it really only makes sense to sneak in, shut the gates, and then worry about pruning their numbers, because if what's Chiringa and Spawn and the other guards say is true, they keep coming. So the longer that gate's open, the more dangerous this whole situation becomes. We're not going to be able to sneak in without a distraction, I don't think. And this dark elf looks over towards a uh, sleeping Findle, who's in the most like cattywampus. Like he's like in a chair, but it's like leaned up against the, the wall, and he's upside down in it. Yeah. And he says, "I think we could probably arrange that." I know a guy. I am probably not the most combat experience here. But in my time, it seems like you cut off the head of the snake, as it were. It's a, a very valid point. Uh, I, I am Christoph Shindo. Nice and he, reach out, he reaches out and shakes your hand and he says, you can call me Vinley. Vinley. You are... Vinley. Vinley. And yeah, sorry, you... that's on me. What... What is, what is your... You're not Ekenbar's boss, are you? And he laughs and he <laughs> says, Oh, Ekenbar. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute that you just assume that. I, I'm a man who procures things, that's all. All right. Do you have the stone that turns back time? Oh, yeah, I just haven't used it that since. That would be I great. Thought, I th- you're right. Now that you mention it, I did have... No. Uh, he says, what about one that will let you fly really fast and I'll fly around the world backwards and I'll make time go backwards that mm-hmm. way? Ooh, that's Everyone knows one. that's not possible from the Superman movie. Come on, Kristoff. Uh, and mm-hmm. sorry, he says, I procure things. And the Magister says, he's always really sketchy about his job. Oh, um, no, for sure. Got it. <laughs> Looking like red from Shawshank Redemption. I'm a man who gets things. Knows how to get things. I've been known to locate an item from two now and then. And he shrugs and says, maybe my opinion doesn't matter, but that's just how I would handle it. That's a valiant uh, effort. It's it's a good point. Um, I wasn't aware of that circumstance that uh, they they were flooding the gates, as it were. Um... Seems pretty straightforward, then. We're gonna oh. go get our, our boo-boos tendon. Um, Findle is gonna finish his nap, and then it'll go blow some shit up, and we'll go close your gates for you. And the half-orc says, you may want to take someone with you. Oh, yeah. Everyone you've got. Well, agreed, except for this needs to be stealth and my people aren't exactly trained for that they're yeah, more that's why, that's why you're with Findle yeah no agreed I'm more worried about you three going in alone we've got to us remember. three going in alone we can't be alone when there's three of us and he looks okay, at well, you half and half he half. starts counting and he goes 
that adds up. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, no, it's it's it'll be us, our two halfling friends, Taringa and our new tiefling friend. And he looks at you and looks at the magister, and the magister says, "Well, we have to try something while we wait on reinforcements." The worst case scenario, we die horribly. And he kind of smiles, looking at Atlas when he says that. Fair. What's that? I don't even. I don't even want to talk to you right now. <laughs> I think he was calling you fair, like you're pretty. I don't think that's what it was at all. Maybe that's just my opinion. Alone he rode an orc so and, uh, fair with the beautiful tusks and flowing hair. The Manchester says, maybe you should go and see Luna. She could probably go with you. What is a Luna? Uh, a Luna is a person, mm, as it were. On. She's a gnome. And mm-hmm. she's been studying at the Go Academy. Oh. Did, did I, you I say have, Goat Academy? I have heard many things about the Go Academy. That's a 17 on my history check. Uh, the King Wars. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know that the Go, the Go Academy practices or teaches the art of Go, which is a form of combat very very specific to Orenthal and it yes. essentially it they always fight unarmed no matter who they're fighting is this fantasy Krav Maga it's fantasy Krav Maga <laughs> anyways I uh, want that yes I, I've, I've heard uh, of course everyone who's in the reading on Orenthal knows about your famous martial arts go um, and if she studied the academy she would be a great help to our effort Perfect. Find her. I I don't know that her master made it back, but she would be helpful all on her own, I think. Hmm. Uh, if you'll excuse me for a moment. Hey, yo, Luna! Where are you? <laughs> Luna! And you, while you don't see anybody stand up, you hear a... Here! Sweet. I head over there. Okay. Uh, and so you, you depart from the commander's table and head over to where you hear the the, the present call. I hang back for like just the... a second. Okay. I don't suppose this is a good okay. time to talk about our station, huh? That we were promised. I'll I'll come back and then follow. And Tressel <laughs> Tressel's golden station but laughs. we'll get and says, well, when the town's back, we'll talk about it. Excellent. And I follow. And so you come up on a, uh, a gnome with, uh, you know, like yellow hair, not blonde, but yellow hair and uh, one long braid, but long for a gnome is not a whole lot. Um, and she looks up and says, Hi, I, I don't think I've met any of you. I am just off to know. I do. And she shakes your hand and says, Ah, yes, actually, I do remember. Wanted posters. Mm. They didn't do our likeness mm. well. That's uh, very true. I'm, I, pull, uh, I pull out my scrapbook. I'm Atlas Varia. 
and she reaches up a hand to shake you, both of your hands and introduces herself as she says, I am Luna Erin. Our view shifts to a large mirror on the wall. Its base rests on the floor and it stretches 10 feet up and 5 feet wide. The mirror reveals a threshold opposite of it. A doorway trimmed in stone. Rooms etched on each stone. Through the mirror, we see Council Sheer and Wendy approach the mirror. Show me Oxbane today. Council Sheer commands the mirror. The edges of the mirror's golden frame begin to glow. The mirror begins to let out a low hum. Council Sheer reaches into her pocket and pulls forth a small blue stone with a symbol etched on it. Once the stone is revealed, the mirror's golden frame lights up with runic symbols. The mirror begins to ripple, and then a clear image of Oxbane is presented. Oxbane's buildings are in a ruin, and there is smoke and flame rising from it into the air. Flashes of fire and light appear from the north of the town. Get me closer to the north where those lights are flashing. Wendy gasps. The image changes in a blink. The silent image of our heroes fighting the towering monsters is displayed. Council Sheer and Wendy watch as Justicar's spawn is struck down. Blood filling the air. Kristoff runs to his side. They can see the rest of the battle as well. All of the monsters fighting against the citizens of Oxbane. That's enough. Council Sheer commands. The mirror winks the image out of sight, revealing Council Sheer and Wendy once more. What are we going to do? Wendy asks, a reflection in the mirror concern. Everything we can, Council Sheer replies. A view fades on the mirror as the pair exits the room. Eric. Aaron, Aaron. Why do I know that name? History check. Uh, it's my last name. Well, history check. <laughs> uh, that is a 12. Uh, you know that Aaron is her last name? <laughs> That's cool. her last name, Christoph. Cool, cool, That's cool, why cool, you cool. heard it. Cool, you cool, just cool, heard cool, it. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I love it. That's going to be my favorite contrast is... Kristoff going, uh-huh, and it's this and this and this, and Atlas giving the like most simple explanation for it. Kristoff, you just heard it. That's, That's where you heard, heard it. it from. That's where you heard it. Remember that cave we were in? Remember that cave and all the refugees like just a few seconds ago? <laughs> ah, very, very well. Um, uh, we've, we have just now returned from Yori. Um, and we are gonna go close those big bad guy doors and we heard that you might want to come because you know kung fu and she laughs and she says i'm not sure what kung fu is but uh, it, it, it's the martial arts of, of of silence that's why you probably never heard of it um but it, it is a, it is our equivalent of go i doubt that but it sounds like kung fu is combat a combat yeah. style Specifically with punching and kicking. That? Well, we have that. But I'm not sure that they're the same. But 
Yeah, I would love to help. Well, make whatever preparations you need. We're going to go get our boo-boos treated, and then we are uh, waiting for Fendel to wake up from his nap, and then we shall <laughs> sally forth. And she goes, uh, Fendel's coming with us? No, 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 he's the distraction. Yeah, he'll be, okay. like, in the north while we're in the south. Just expect cackling and explosions while we go and do the thing. That, okay, as long as it's not near us. That was kind <laughs> of my far, concern. Far in the distance. Does he stick his hands in your mouth, too? And she looks at you and goes, No? Yeah, us either. Never. He's obsessed <laughs> with my feet. Duh. Orcs and tiefling are teeth. Gnomes are feet. Everyone knows <laughs> that. He stumbles over me a lot. Mm. Why does that... That seemed like that... I it seems like a thing that would happen. <laughs> Fendel doesn't really surprise Have you met him? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> she says... Oh, Every okay, Thursday, he well, chases pigs I around the yard. Do. We don't know why. He just does it. Like, alright. That's fact. He, just does it. he makes weird ham biscuits out of magic. They have, like, tentacles yeah, for whatever. some reason. Um... Well, I'm ready when you guys are. I'll just work on getting some rest, and you come find me. Yeah, I'm going to pop over to the lead church. My boo-boos need attending. I'm going to just take a nap. I mean, you could, yeah, you can. You have options. What do you guys want to do? Sleep for a full day. <laughs> Here. Okay. Well, people are dying, so we don't really have that <laughs> luxury. <laughs> <laughs> they are getting eternal sleep. No, it's it's terrible. The war is terrible, but just, just wake me up in six to eight hours. In eight hours, once I have finished one long rest, <laughs> I will be ready to go. Then we'll deal with that old town thing. Uh, okay, so you guys want to go to the light church? If or... that's where we can get yeah. boo-boo sealed. Yes. Yeah, you can absolutely get boo-boo sealed at the light church. Um... So you guys walk back into the city and, and find the burned down lead church. <laughs> 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 no, we're going to do the, specifically the lead church the lead refugee church tent. tent. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I got what you meant, and it's way funnier in Alex's version. So, like I said, like, you I go guess to the lead church. The church. Um, <laughs> so you see, uh, you see, um, a steward there, and you see this woman and she is very young she's in her early 20s and she's got blonde hair blue eyes and Mm. she looks like she's 15 Mm. and sitting next to her reading a book uh, one of the church holy texts you see Dylan Dylan Martin and he looks up and goes (gasps) It's you guys! You made it! I, I extend, I take, get, get down on one knee, open my arms up for a hug. And he drops his book and just leaps into your arms. And he I'm says, glad you're okay, buddy! <laughs> I thought you guys were goners for sure! I thought I saw your corpse in the streets! Uh, and he, like, as you, like, sit him down, he looks and he goes, No, mister, that wasn't me. No, it was another little boy from the lead church. He was probably your friend, but not you. You survived. You are, you yeah. are a trooper. And you just see his eyes starting to water up. What? You mean you're going to be a Don't hero one day? You're, it, you're, you're a survivor. You're going to be a hero. I don't think those are the same things, sir. I mean, they're, life's what you make it, kid. No, the survivor literally writes the history books. Do whatever you want. You want to be the hero? Go nuts. 
Uh, and then the woman next says, can you not antagonize the child? This is my little friend Dylan. Yeah, yeah this is Dylan. We know him. obviously upset. Oh I mean, wouldn't you God. be upset if no, like big monsters kill all your friends? <laughs> and she looks at you and says, yeah, I would be. I okay, think she's not sad because she didn't right, have any friends. Still the gallows. A lot of them had to have died. Everybody relax. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and she can, looks at you, Atlas. Welcome and to the says, club. We want to yeah, stop the monsters just as much as you do. Did die. Help us. Yeah. So we need Boo sealed. If you could just please treat our wounds, we will be on our way. And she looks at all three of you and sighs, and she says, "If it, I don't like that I'm your best last hope either. If it didn't, if I didn't have to, I would You're a good person, obviously. But you do have to, and I don't care about your opinions otherwise. <laughs> Keely, Healy, Healy. And she says, you know... Sindler has a plan for everyone. Ooh. I'm sorry? Sindler Firestone? Sindler has a plan for everything. Who? Religion check, please? Go ahead. 14. Do not believe I have a modifier. Confirmed. No modifier. So, um, you don't know, um,. You don't know much, but you have definitely heard of Sinlor before. You know that when people talk about Sinlor, they commonly say Sinlor the Just. And she says, it's not my job to say where you will and won't end up. That's his. And I'll set aside how I feel to hopefully take our town back. I tap the ring on my finger. I already know where I end up. It's pretty lame. And she says, uh, okay. I've been there. You don't know. Um, I, I don't think you know. I, I trust in Sinlor and what I know. And she says, I'll, I'll heal you all as much as I can. And she starts with you, Crystal. <laughs> My body is ready. And the way this is going to go. Yes. You restore 50% of your missing hit points. Of my missing hit points or max hit Maximum hit points, excuse me. Perfect, because I was half down. Lovely. Thank you very much. And so she she puts her she puts her hands to your chest, and you see her eyes. They begin to glow uh, this soft golden hue, and her hands feel warm. And all your boo boos and owies go away. That was refreshing. Thank you very much. And she snaps out out of like almost this trance, and she says, uh, "Thanks, Sinlor. It's." through him that I can do this. Thank you, Sidlaw. And she nods approvingly, and she steps to Atlas, 
and she does the same thing. She puts her hands together and her eyes begin to glow. And you can kind of hear her saying a prayer. And uh, go ahead and restore 50% of your maximum hit points. And she 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 steps over to Rowan and she says she looks you over and says you look fine now. Um, she touches she, her hands immediately burn and recoil. Oh God! She she puts up both hands and her hands begin to glow and her eyes begin to glow. Okay, you restore two percent. Not sorry, not two percent, ten percent of your maximum no, hit points. Right. And she says she stops and she takes a breath and she's panting and she says uh, I hope I hope that helps it super did thank you and she says good luck may Sinlor well may he choose for you may you walk down whatever path he has in mind for you I will choose for me, but you take care of Dylan. Thank you very yeah. much. That's stuff. And she turns back and she sits next to Svon and she begins looking over his wounds. Oh, how's he looking, by the way? Not great. Does it look like he's going to live? Uh, I mean, he's going to live, but he was super messed up. And as you can see, her just restoring three of you guys really wiped her out. Yeah. She like has been tending to his wounds to stabilize him. Mm-hmm. But f- pulling him all the way back, like doing you guys, would just can Rowan give him a bardic inspiration on his next capability? So she's trying to just help. It's about for Svan. Just give him that extra. Roll roll, but if you'd like to do that, you can <laughs> yeah, I know. Just do this, and this is just no. Yeah, okay. Yes, no. you can do that. No, I'm not giving him my bardic. I'm just gonna guys. walk over to him, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna. Um, Put my hand on his shoulder. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna say Get well, friend. <laughs> and I'm just gonna lay on hands of the one little HP. One little HP. Okay. Uh so you do that and um what uh what color would you say that your is your hands like when silver. The, silver? Well, as all as all things silver. Okay. So when you do that, she looks up at you and she says Hmm. Who do you serve? I serve the people. And she says, I didn't No, I knew you were going to do that. I already introduced myself. Because you're looking right me. at him. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks and she says, Huh. They uh, they don't come as grand as they used to, huh? I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, no what, 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 I, what I really say is, um, I don't serve a god. I never, I never have, nor like think I have a will, but I have sworn an oath to the deepest core of me that I will protect the people from those who are entrusted to take care of them and yet fail to do so. That is my strength. And she stands up and she puts a hand on your shoulder and she says, I hope you find Sinlor in your journey because it sounds like you and him have quite a bit in common. And right as you right as you do that, uh, you kind of feel this otherworldly presence just for a split moment. And she says, Good luck. 
That was deeply disconcerting. Thank you for your time. Because okay. <laughs> I do not feel good. I feel like I need a shower. All right, okay. moving on. Uh, what do you I don't. I don't believe in the gods. So, like, if I just had like a brush against one in my psyche and my soul, I do not like it. It feels icky. All right. Well, what do you guys want to do next, boys? Just get a move uh, on. They're all healed. They're partially healed. They're partially. How's oh. everybody looking? Maybe a short rest. And Chiringa walks over and says, I just talked to Commander Kendo. When are we leaving? As soon as Findle yeah, wakes up? Findle's good. And she motions to Jodo, and Jodo goes, like, leans back, shakes his head. Not me, not this time. And all of a sudden, you see Gidgeiza, Lance, and Jodo all put their hands to their nose uh, as quickly as possible. Touch one nose. Touch one nose. And Tringa touches his nose. And we all look at Atlas. <laughs> and then Tringa goes, Atlas. Rules is rules. Rules is rules. All right, so Go I'm going to walk over to him. Please. And I imagine I tap him several times. And like in my head, it does. It just does not work. And, I, and then I whisper like, I'll let you touch my teeth. And immediately that would spring him to life. I don't know if that's the case. Um, I think you walk over and as soon as you tap him, oh God. you can just see like drool coming from his mouth, like over his face, like because he's upside down. And then you tap him again and you hear, what? and he looks up and he goes, I Ooh, pull back he's gonna have to fall out of that chair to get he goes go ahead <laughs> he always oh, super scrambles to his feet and he starts arr, going towards arr, it. Arr, arr. he makes sure there's nothing broken it's quite a battle quite a battle and he like how are you at you uh, haven't heard the plan but we're ready to go to the door when the bosses are coming out we need you to run as a distraction. Kristoff probably has more intricate details for you, uh, but we need to be ready to go as soon as possible. And he puts a hand on your shoulder and says, that, that sounds great, yeah. Atlas. It's really good that uh, you're yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the brains of this operation, now. but don't say anything to anyone else. It's good to see you in charge, friend. Oh, thank goodness. You're all, he's always been a and good he friend. In. He's, it'll be our little secret. And he says, You should probably get the commander. I don't... Well, I don't really need any of them. Not if I'm just going to be the distraction. All right. I'll probably end up hurting someone. Okay. I think we're good. Kristoff, <laughs> are we ready to go? Okay. Then I'm good if you're good. Alright. Uh, yeah, we need to talk to the commander. And Chris, or, uh, and, and Atlas, you, and Atlas. like, expectantly? Well, I, I kind of laid out the plan. He's just following yeah, through with it. So we'll go talk to the commander and see what he's got to say. Yeah. 
and you see Findle shake his head. Well, there's always next time, my boy. And uh, Findle starts heading towards the entrance of the cave where Kristoff uh, and Tringa and the other group are. And you are going to head towards the commander. I'm heading to the commander as well. Yes, I'm going to talk to him as well. Yeah. So you and uh, Atlas, do you go to the commander? So you have a choice. All right. You and uh, Kristoff go to the commander. And Commander Kendo looks at you in, again, full armor and says, and says, what? Um, so I've thought about it. If you're around Findle, you'll probably just get your men Um, his magic is unstable. Um, so if you could d- just dispatch, um, some of your finest guardsmen, uh, along with us, you will help us, uh, fight to the entrance, to where the gates are, and then stand watch there. Your position will be unfortunately paramount for if demons come up before we come up it means that we failed and you need to get that information back to the magister as soon as possible and he says he says so we'll serve as a form of ex exfil exactly right infill and exfil that's your role perfect and he says well whenever you're ready and walks past you and starts rounding up guards luna and you see a gnome walk out from the tents and into the main pathway that has been made in the cave. Like you imagine rows of tents and just a main path that everyone uses. And she says, I'm ready if you are. Let's light this shit candle. And she says, okay. And starts walking towards the exit of the cave. And we paint the picture of Atlas, Rowan, and Kristoff at the edge of the cave, standing in front of Commander Kendo, this large brown half-orc in full battle armor with two blades across his back. You see Tringa in tattered guard armor with his sword and shield. You see Gidgaisa and Jodo, who are both wearing leather armor and have daggers at their sides and small swords on their backs and you see Lance the tiefling bard in you know traveling clothes holding himself almost aloof at what is about to transpire and then you see Findle who for the first time you have ever seen has a small dragon lane on his shoulder a small Silver gray dragon wing, dragon wing <laughs> on his shoulder, and you you can see the tents behind them, and you can see the pain and the desperation as your squad makes their way out of the cave. And that's where we're in this episode. No, no, you can give your speech at the start of the next episode, so it'll be more inspirational. Oh. Okay. So stow it. And that's no. where we we'll end. Already. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We're super oh, good no. at this we're outro, just... just like we're good at no, the intro. No, okay, got it. 
we're really in the we're really in the story right now. We know we're playing another episode, so yeah. we're all about what we're gonna do next. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for reviewing this on iTunes. Uh, thank you so much for subscribing. Thank wait, you so wait, much wait. for uh, for interacting with us on social. Thank you so much for joining our new Discord channel. Super hype. We're having just so much fun on the Discord channel. All those that have already joined us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us in the Discord channel. Um, for anybody who wants to get in on that sweet, sweet Discord action and hang out with us all the time, um, you can go to our website, lawfulstupid.org. On the very front page there, there is a button. I made it myself out of magic. It says, come join us on Discord. You click that, you're in. There's like a $10 cover at the door, but like, you'll be fine. Um, I know the bouncer. I'll get you in for free. Thanks for spending time with us and letting us spend time with you. That's true. I've I've enjoyed the Discord chats uh, quite quite a lot. And if you haven't checked out our website, you should. We've got fan art there. Um, we've got a link to the store, and the store has some really cool. Um, it's the best swag. Yeah, it's got some cool T-shirts, and we're planning more and more stuff. Uh, if you want to support this podcast in any way, shape, or form, you can always do Patreon. But uh, you can always buy shirts too. That supports us as well. Uh, and frankly, and you get a sweet T-shirt. Yeah, you get a sweet, sweet t-shirt. Uh, especially if you order the DM t-shirt. Uh, I think that's the best shirt, personally. I think the group Maybe the shirt Atlas shirt. That's the yeah. Atlas gives you uh, advantage on all Pro- roles, no matter what you're playing or every well, player in the world. Just so your DM, that's the that's the rule. Narcissism <laughs> is a sin, Devin. Narcissism yeah, when you is go a sin. To, when you go to ask for a raise, just wear your Atlas t-shirt, <laughs> and you'll get advantage on your charisma saving throw there. So, I mean, I just... That is facts. Don't don't um, tell any you, friends. If you're wearing a Kristoff t-shirt hug and attempts. you see me in real life, you get an automatic success on all your oh, wow. hug and high five. Uh, uh, speaking so, of Patreons, <laughs> patrons, we'll probably also give you five uh, we'll go ahead and give a shout out to Rachel Todd. Uh, she is one of our, our $20 tier. She's so funny, so hilarious. Uh, she's the one that joined us early on in our Discord channel. It's a pleasure hanging out with her. Oh yeah, I mean, like she was a fan before fans were fans. Yeah, but, but like, she joined us on our Instagram before there was a show. Yeah, like we didn't, we hadn't released an episode yet, and she, uh, she we were trying to build an Instagram presence, and she was gracious enough to accept our invite and enjoy our memes, and we. Uh, this is just did twenty seven with us. Uh, twenty, how many? Twenty, how many? Twenty seven. Twenty eight. By the time this will be episode twenty eight. And then that goes to say uh, we had two more at the ten dollars tier. That's Lance Johnson, who is uh, in. He's one of the NPCs you hear happening right now. He's, he's the uh, tiefling. And then Kyle Pender, a uh, new good friend of ours, who is yeah, yeah. hanging out with us in Discord and chatting with us. And so it's been a pleasure. We thank you guys very much for supporting the show. Yep. Thank Absolutely. You. So uh, this is what we're going to call for tonight. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. We love you. Oh, wait, 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 I got to roll for humanity. Oh, oh, that's oh. the list. Roll for humanity. Uh, so once again, our Patreons get to actually help us decide um, who is going to be the charity that receives the money for the month of July. So there's going to be some voting. There's going to be some stuff. Um, our new Patreons get to um, submit that. So I don't know who this is going to yet, but along with the rest of the rolls for July... An additional eight. An additional eight dollars goes to that charity for choice. Awesome. See you. Awesome. Hi. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bye. We, love- we are storytellers. We are creators. 
We are gamers. We are dreamers. We are players. We are players. We are players. We are, we are, players. We are, we are, are nerds. Nerd